Hey, are we following the crowd to where they're going, or is there a land of opportunity in another direction? Stick around, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about this a little bit. Thanks. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Simple Biz 360 Podcast. My name is Jeff Mason. I'm your host on this adventure. Uh, you can find us on 28 listening channels or on YouTube TV, um, IGTV, Gab TV. We're on all those. And if you want to uh, subscribe, we would love your subscription. You just, uh, If you're on the YouTube right now, you go to the lower right-hand corner of your screen, hover over that cursor, and you can uh, you could subscribe right there. If you feel this episode is worth of a five-star rating. Wow, we would really appreciate you just taking a few minutes out of your day to put that five-star rating up on Apple, Spotify, wherever, and just let us know uh, how you liked the episode. Half Coast Studios is our home. These guys do a great job. Maddie Parker's on the boards today, and we're coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. So we're going to talk about a, a situation I just had with one of my uh, consulting clients recently, and, and it, we got to a part in our um, workshop where we actually asked, okay, what do you feel um, identifies your company as being unique? What are the characteristics that you would describe as company employees that make your uh, company unique? So I said, I'll, I'll start writing down the answers. You guys just shout out, um, you know, shout out your answers. So here's what they responded with. Uh, attitude, listening skills, confidence, honesty, caring. They were caring people for their customers, uh, operated with clarity, all their instructions, everything, you know, loyal. They were very loyal. They were helpers. They promoted gender equality within their own company, which was important to them. Supportive. They're very supportive to their business uh, arrangements and customers. Um, stable. They've been around for a while. They're not some new, uh, you know, just game in town. Uh, very safe. They definitely do a lot to make sure they're safe. They're trustworthy. You can trust what they're going to say. They're not going to lie to you. And they're turnkey. So when we looked at all these words and we really boiled them down, uh, you know, we found an interesting element that, that was missing. And that is the features of the products that they manufacture and sell. They didn't mention any of the products in there. They mentioned all things that were really wraparound elements of business transactions, right? Part of the business transaction, but not the sellable part. So it really begs the question, okay, if, if we use that common terminology of sandbox, what sandbox does your company most often play in where do you uh, where do you gravitate to and and you know if you look at this little jar here and for those of you on listening uh, platforms uh, this jar is filled with um, orange ping pong balls and then one larger green ball and so the question begs itself what makes you the green ball in and amongst all these orange ping pong balls? In other words, what makes you unique? And so that's really what we want to try to uncover today. And in, in that sense, ask critical questions. Do you want to follow all those orange ping pong balls to the sandbox they play in? Because that sandbox, I call it the PDQ sandbox. It's price, delivery, and quality. That's where people talk about, you know, those three elements. And Think of a customer for a second. Are those things important to a customer? I absolutely say yes, they are critically important. But are they the price of admission? 
I think so. I think you better be competitive with your price. You better be competitive with your delivering. You better be competitive with your quality if you're going to be in the game. But is that really what buyers want and what buyers buy? Is that really what it comes down to in the end? So, you know, ask yourself, which sandbox are you playing in? Which sandbox do you want to play in? Can you, can you actually come up with another sandbox that, um, you know, it, it, it speaks to a different buying um, attitude, buying mindset. It actually converts the features and benefits and the things about your products and services into understandable and relatable benefits to the customer. So, you know, um, let's take another look at these words, right? They said, hey, we have a great attitude. So, you know, uh, what's a great attitude mean? Well, you know, if a customer has a problem, they have a question, they need help, they want somebody who's going to have an excellent attitude in trying to get to that customer's concern, answer that customer's question, or just deal with that customer in general. So great attitude, yeah. Customers are like, wow, I really like dealing with that company because those people have great attitudes, right? Um, They're not really talking about the price delivery quality. They're not thinking about the feature that this, you know, this is hinge on this microphone is really great because it's a you know single you know galvanized steel no they're not talking about that they're saying hey these people are really nice to deal with they listen right they listen they're caring what do we say a couple podcasts ago i really think that it's you know those vendors who can listen and care on the path to the delivery are those vendors that score the highest points in the mind, in the mind's eye of customers. I've been watching this for 32 years and it stacks up that way all the time, most all the time, it really does. So, you know, okay, so they care, they listen, um, they're confident and yes, I understand what you need, we'll get, we'll take care of it. I think that we should have that in a day. If we don't, we should have it in two days, but we'll follow up with you and make sure, you, you know, you get your uh, a follow up later on today. Man, they're just confident in that, that they can solve this or and communicate to me. Um, they're clear. They're they're clear in what their expectations are. They're clear in what they do and how they do it. Um, you know, they're um, they're loyal. You know, they were a paying customer. We bought these products three years ago. We haven't generated any revenue with them in three years. But you know what? They're still very loyal to us, and they help us whenever we call with a problem or a question because you know they're. They're, we're one of their customers. Um, man, helpers, it just makes my job as a buyer so much easier, so much faster because they're helping me along the way. They're advocating for me. They're, they're transferring the workload from me to them. They're just, you know, really great people this way. Hey, gender equity. I mean, you know, this whole, um, you know, men versus women being even in the corporate uh, marketplace and the corporate workplace. It's awesome. Hey, I love it. I love the fact that these guys tell us about that. So now I know inside that men and women are, are treated equal uh, in terms of pay and, and, and how they do things. Um, they're very supportive. They're very stable. You know, they're, they, that makes, that stability gives me assurance that knowing if I bought something that has a five to seven year life cycle, that, you know, they're going to be there. They're going to be, you know, they're, they're a stable company, first of all, financially, but they're going to be around to support us. And that stability means something to us because it takes workloads in the future off of our plate. And, you know, we get to share it with these guys. 
They're trustworthy. Man, they just, you know, that means everything to us because we don't want to be sold a bill of goods that we have to, you know, kind of hunt and peck for the, the real truth down the road. No, these guys are truthful up front. They're trustworthy. You know, we just, uh, we love dealing with them and we'll, you know, give our referrals to anybody along the way because of the way they deal with us. So these are things that, you know, when you really start talking in terms of, you know, your products and services, translate them into the benefits to the customer. I think you could uh, really explore creating a whole new sandbox that's fresh. It sounds fresh. It sounds different. It's, uh, you know, the, all the other competitors, man, they're going to sound like those, those orange ping pong balls and not the green ball. Right. So wouldn't you love to be that green ball? And in fact, at the end of one of my uh, recent uh, jobs with customers, I said, well, what did you guys think of the workshop and everything? And, and one of the ladies said, you know what? This is a breath of fresh air. It's common sense stuff, but yet in, it sounds fresh because you don't hear a lot of vendors talking about it or converting their features and benefits or their features and their products into understandable benefits for customers. So, you know, I, when I think back of the, the accolades I've gotten from buyers and customers over the year, I'd say historically, uh, 50% of them baked into their feedback. They say, Jeff, thank you. You've made our job easier. If we can make customers jobs easier through all those you know, words that we went through before, you know, and we can do it in a way that just makes it easier to do business with them. They are going to love repeating with us. They are going to love giving referrals about us because we've made their job easier. Uh, buyer gratitude, you know, it just, it rarely mentions the actual product features. Why? Probably because making their job easier had more value uh, than a cool product or feature, right? Or a great price and, you know, overall excellent quality. So think about building your own sandbox and, you know, taking your customer there on the trip with you. They want the green balls. They don't want the orange ping pong balls. They want to do business with vendors that operate like the green ball. So, um, you know, what if the overall theme of your sandbox was good stewardship and, you know, what the buyers are really looking to invest into. What if that was your overall sandbox and you converted everything into a, a line of thinking that um, showed respect for the customer? Right. And, and address the things that customers are really concerned with. I, I, I know I've used this example before, but I'm going to use a television ad that I heard in Wisconsin as I was getting ready for my business day on a business trip. And I'll never forget it. It was kitchen remodeling commercial and the owner of the kitchen remodeling gets up on the TV screen and he says, are you tired of vendors not showing up? Are you tired of the jobs completed weeks late? Are you tired of these, these vendors just disappearing halfway through the day and never coming back? Are you tired of nobody answering the phone or returning your emails or returning your text messages? Well, if that's you, look no further. The ABC Kitchen Remodeling Company understands all those frustrations. You will deal, you will experience 
means none of that with us. We have the most utmost, you know, we have the highest level top tier brands that we represent in doors and windows and bathtubs and showers and for mic and or whatever, you know, countertops and, but, but we really understand what gets you upset during a job and at the end of the job, what you, you know, tell your friends about so we don't want to ever go there and it was a fantastic commercial because this company and it showed a fleet of cars good good amount of uh, vehicles they had at least 10 10 12 i didn't write the name of the company down i should have i was kind of in a rush and just it, you know went out of my mind but i'll never forget the impact it had on me because this company understood what the buyers really wanted uh, in podcast number 80 i actually had one of my customers on there jenny minor uh, she's a customer of mine has been for a good she's my buyer for about seven eight years um, i still do business with her today she's in strategic accounts where she's at but she was on this podcast and even somewhere i was listening to it the other day rake in the yard on a sunday and she mentioned in that podcast you know you you just make our job so much easier, Jeff. And again, uh, she mentioned that. I've, I've mentioned to you a very important letter I got from Target, an email I got from Target, and from a young lady over there that said, you know what, if every vendor was like you, uh, we our jobs would be so much easier. So buyers like this. Buyers like you transferring the features and you know your products uh, that your company makes and your services into understandable benefits to them but but here's you know here's the real i think the crux of it all it's turning that and converting that into respecting their time respecting their effort their human effort that they have to put into things respecting if you respect their time you respect their money but but you know convert that purchase mentality into an investment mentality if you can show people that you operate in a way that honors and respects their time you're saying we respect your money and we're saying you know what you're not really buying something from us you're investing into a partnership with us and we give you all these other things with our investment we give you a great attitude caring loyal, responsive, um, thoughtful, um, you know, and you just go down the list of all these other things you bring to the table. So I, we just really want to encourage you to think, if you want to be the green ball, think of another sandbox you could take your customers to that would sound fresh, look different, and knock a lot of your competitors out in the process trust me so uh anyway we hope this has been helpful again just uh we'd love you to get around the boardroom get around the executive team the management team hey what are ways we can what are ways we can do more of this to look like the green ball and not the orange balls so we are going to give you a treat today uh you've heard me mention this gentleman once he's one of my top favorite uh rock and roll artists of all time and i was introduced to him from a guitarist that used to be with the bbc and uh he said you gotta listen to rory gallagher out of dublin ireland and um you know i when I first heard it, I was just blown away. I told you a story before. I, I was working one Saturday back in like 2002, blaring the music really loud at my workplace. And I didn't realize people were in the basement. Next thing I know, I kind of catch somebody out of the corner of my eye, my door jam. And here are these two guys going, dude, who is this? We're musicians, and this guy blows us away. I was listening to Rory Gallagher, Irish Tour 74. Well, we're going to leave you with um, a tune today that's one of Rory's uh, staples. 
And he performed it in Cork, Ireland. This is 1987. Now, Rory passed away in 1996 of, of uh, I believe, kidney failure uh, or liver damage, I believe. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, I, man, this is called Messing with the Kid. It's written by Mel London. Uh, Junior Wells brought it, uh, brought it to a prominence in 1960 when he recorded it. Uh, but we're going to hear... Uh, and it's a blue staple everywhere you go. I mean, you hear a lot of people play it. So it's been covered by a lot of bands. But man, check out this live version. When you get to about minute two and a half or three, holy smokes, this is when you will say, this guy Mason was on it. This 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 dude Gallagher is awesome. Matter of fact, I got just got a text message from a, a location manager on a very, very popular TV show that probably a lot of you watch. And he was journaling on a Saturday. He says, Mace, I'm journaling on a Saturday. I'm sitting here listening to Rory Gallagher, Irish Tour 74 in the background. Dude, thank you so much for turning me on to him. So enjoy the little thumper, Dublin, Ireland. Cork, Ireland, 1987, live version, messing with the kid. And guys, we always say if you want to increase the results of your business, if you want a better business, maybe you should just take a look at the horses. Who's pulling the card of results? Well, we say it's, it's customer experience. We say if you change to how you do business, right, you will change the results of the business. So, we got computers here. Man, there's so many different ways we can find information out. Now, be your own keyboard digger. You can find the right answers, the accurate answers. You can find the truth. Look at that truth, right? We've got that little symbol on the back of our computer. We need truth tellers coming up the pipeline. Politics, business, homes, leadership, school boards. Man, we need truth. We really do. We're sick and tired of the lies, guys. Turn off that TV cable news. It is just mind poison. Turn on a podcast. There's tens of thousands. I bet your podcasts have doubled in the last couple of years. Man, tune into one. Ours, anyone's, are just great to hear. Great entertainment. And, you know, pick up the Bible. Great stories. Read that Bible. You'd be blown away at some of those stories. You know, I mean, it just, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, pray. I mean, this is a time in our life when we need more prayer warriors out there. So pray and love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And uh, if you like this shirt, by the way, it's Stormy Cromer. I, I don't sell their product, but man, I love this shirt. So if you do, Stormy Cromer is where you can get it. Uh, but guys, we'll see you in 168 hours. We love you, and thanks for sticking with the show. Appreciate it.